Hi guys, welcome back to another exciting episode of The Doors. We're the developers of our own opportunities reinforcing success, and it's time to open some motherfucking doors. Hi, hi guys, that's Nicholas Sternloff here with Zachary Otz, again as always. Today we're gonna bring you some really, really interesting stuff. When we had Matt DeJesus on the, uh, a couple weeks ago, he introduced us to this thing called the power of I am. And there's several people that go over this. Uh, Joel Olstein, who's the other, who's the other one that you read? Uh, Wayne Dyer, that was a big one that I loved that went over mm -hmm. the power of I am. Uh, Earl Nightingale, yeah. there's a lot of people, Nicholas, that have been talking about the power of I am since, you know, way, way back in the day when all this yeah. started to transpire. And what's crazy, so what you, you might just be thinking of I and then A, I and then just AM. No, this is a capital I, capital A, capital M. This is you, like, this bam, I am. And what's so important about this, uh, Zach's about to go into some backstory into it, but the characteristics of just saying I am instead of, wow, I hope I do this. Or like hope, like, a, like you should eliminate hope from your vocabulary. And I use it, I use it as well too, but hope. Uh, want doing these different things it's basically putting off moving forward in sense of instead of becoming what I am is and uh, Zach's gonna jump into some backstory into why why we're talking about this what's crazy guys is the the two words he's talking about I and am are two of the most powerful words in the entire human race the entire vocabulary that you have it is the the two words that can single-handedly change your life um, so a lot of people have probably heard this story, the backstory of Moses. Um, I'm going to go in and kind of read a little bit, kind of just discussing like, you know, what he went through. But really what I want you to pay attention to, especially when I get there, is the actual story behind how God approached him and what he said his actual name was. So story of Moses. Lay it on I'm, I'm about to, bro. I'm about <laughs> to go ahead. Um, so for you guys that haven't heard this story before, it's very powerful. There's been a couple of movies, a rendition of it, but this uh, that I've found is pretty much pretty key. Um, so I'm just going to get started out into his life, into his childhood. So at first, um, there was something really bad going on in, in Egypt. Uh, the Pharaoh at the time, there was a rapid increase in the population. So his solution to everything was to kill all the, the male Hebrew children. Any children that was born male was going to be killed. And Moses' mother wanted to give him at least a fighting chance in this world. So she put him in a basket and sent him down the river, bro. Newborn baby, yeah. <laughs> Floating down the river. He's a Hebrew. He, you know, if anybody finds him, he's dead. It just so happens the daughter of the Pharaoh ends up finding this Hebrew boy floating in the river. You know, she finds him. She takes him in. So he goes from being this, this Hebrew guy you know, this baby to now he's a prince and he has a brother. So, you know, he keeps going on. He lives in Egypt. He learns to be a prince. He learns all these things, how to be a, 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 a royal person, if you will, very sophisticated. Um, so one day he sees an, an Egyptian actually beating one of his people, like beating, like beating him down. They're building, I think the pyramids or, or it was the Sphinx at this point. And they're just beating the shit out of a man, like to the point where this old man is about to die. And Moses steps in and is like, no, no, no. And then he ends up actually killing him. So the next day, you know, he's, he's freaking out, dude. He's scared as shit. Could you imagine, you know, you'd probably be scared shitless if you just killed someone, you're a crown exactly. prince. 
Um, so he takes off, bro. He takes off to the wilderness, travels, travels, and he ends up finding himself out in the wilderness at a well. And there's this, this shepherd, and uh, he has seven, uh, I believe it was seven young women who, who was with him. So Moses goes and he starts doing, doing the work, you know, pulling the water for him, learning to really be a shepherd. And the, uh, the shepherd's name was um, Jethro, Jethro. So Jethro has these, uh, these seven different people that live with him and his daughter, his name is Zipporah. So during this time, Moses is learning to be a shepherd. He's, uh, you know, pulling the lambs and all that. And he ends up marrying Zipporah and learns to be just, you know, like a farmhand at this point. One day, Moses received that call. God opened that door in his life, brother. He opened it up and said, listen, I need you to come meet me at this place. So Moses takes off. And Moses is like, okay, like, where do you want me to meet you? So he gets to this point and he sees this bush burning. And what freaks Moses about about this bush, because if you see a bush on fire, the bush should eventually incinerate. It should be done. Yeah. Nothing was happening to this bush. So it gets to a point where he's 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 talking to him like he's like you know like what is it that you need and god's like release my people you know set them free they deserve to be free and then god god sat there and told him on that faithful night while he was staring deep in that burning fire he said suppose i go to the israelites and say to them the god of your fathers has sent me to you and they ask me what is his name what is the name of god then what shall i tell them so God said to Moses in Hebrew, this is key right here. Yes, this is key. Awei Asher Awei, which means I am that I am. And with it, what is so wild about this whole thing, this whole story that, that we're getting into and teaching you guys is that you get to a point, and this is what Moses found out, is that you get to a state of consciousness where your spirit has now become that creator in your own life, where this is your own world. This is your own reality. And all things are made by the self-contemplation of that spirit or God or Ra or Buddha or the universe, whatever it is, you know, whatever you want to call it, it creates itself and it becomes the things that you most think about. That's what's so crazy. That's, that's, I mean, all that, all of that story was a little long and had, but it has so much meaning into it. And like, it's, really really great into some of the mindsets that joel Osteen and all these other people that we we're talking about really drive the power of i am individually into it and that gets me into the mindset of i am what does it mean to be focusing on i am how often do you sit down and really claim yourself to be something like as i'm going through life um i am a college graduate i am this that and the other and you continue down this path and you're like Okay, but what is what do I want to do? And Matt brought me onto these things again. I have an I am card right here. Yep. Okay. And on it right now it says I am a world class speaker. I am going to change the world through the doors. I am going to be the most successful person in my family, and I am going to be the best me that I can be. And yes, this is powerful in its sense because just like I was talking on Tuesday talks with Nick in several several episodes that me and Zach have talked about previously. It's the things that you most think about and the energy that you put out into the world that ends up being reciprocated. So just as the things that have defined me in the past, I am a college graduate, I was, or I am a cheerleader, I am a male, 
those things are defined by past experiences. But if I put my energy into the universe, into believing in God, into Ra, into all these different things, it's going to be reciprocated because I'm putting that energy out there. I am a world-class speaker. The way that I've been speaking constantly, working on my craft, working on putting things together, it builds up. It's, it's again, this ladder of success we continually talk about. Every single step, you're taking these little itty bitty ones. It might be an inch. It might be a millimeter. But guess what? The, the journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. We constantly say this, guys. And it means everything to have that mindset of, I am going to be this. Because nothing's going to deter you. Nothing, man. And the thing that's most important about believing in yourself you have to realize that just because I'm saying, you know, I am going to change the world. I am going to be a, a, a motivational speaker. I'm going to be a, a author with millions and millions of book sales, you know, to make the top five. I'm going to be like, you know, a stake by just stuff like that, that you, that you say to yourself, the first thing that starts is actually having faith in your own self to do these things. Damn right. Once you get to a point brother where you believe that you can do it, you're, you just have to do it to, you just, have to do it guys you just have to do it to understand exactly so make sure you're determined make sure you believe in yourself and that's and that's like there's three three points to like this mindset of i am and and believing in yourself is one of the biggest parts of it another part is like determination like if you if you have this giant wall before you of trying to become this world-class speaker or trying to sell a million books or trying to become the most successful person in your family. Those are not some easy tasks to, to talk about or trying to do. But if you think about this, if any of the people, the greats, any of the greats, any, whether it be a president, it'd be one of the intellectual thinkers, one of the most amazing people in your field, yep. would they be there without determination? Would they, would they be there if they didn't believe in themselves? And that's, I, I like to think one of the big, best traits that I have about me is I, I talked to Zach about this and talked about it last night for then for two hours. Two hours, yeah. Is, is I'm a un, and like an unnerving freight train of growth and nothing will stop me. Nothing. And Unstoppable force, man. Like, and that's one of my, my main affirmations that I do in the mornings. Um, like you guys know, I'm big on meditation. It's something that I believe that you should do at least every morning or every night. 20 minutes a day can can radically put you ahead. Really can. But that's besides the point of of this podcast. Um, but when you're going into those different different things, and what I like to do is I read those I am's to to keep track of what I want to be, who I want to be. So if if you're sitting there saying I am stupid, I am dumb. Guess what, guys? You're gonna be stupid and dumb. Putting energy in exactly. It's like what Nicholas said earlier. If you're putting energy towards something, it has to go somewhere. It's not just a thought that you have that just stays there and it, it doesn't. Nothing happens. Energy is neither created nor destroyed. It has to go somewhere. It's like in chemistry. You know, with every action, there's an equal and op- opposite reaction. And it's the same thing in life. Newton's laws of physics. Yes, sir. And that's, and that's why they haven't been disproved. And it's, it's, that's what's so interesting. And like, I think the, the book that I'm reading again right now, it's is Becoming Supernatural by Dr. Joe Dispenza. It talks about constantly being aware of these things that you're trying to accomplish. And it's like, I will let you know, like I'm going to talk about this on Tuesday Talks with Nick is about words versus actions and doing things. It's very hard. It's hard to make that transition. It's hard to start thinking about the goals. Like most of us get stuck in this mindset of this, 
routine of go yeah. to work, uh, family, uh, this and this and this, but you don't have time to work on your dreams. But at the end of the day, if we're fully conscious, fully aware of the things that we're trying to do or trying to be more present in our own lives, it's time to get rid of these, these things that are holding us back. It's time yeah. to start setting our eyes on some goals or thinking about things that we want to experience so we can start moving forward. And that, and that, that builds me into tunnel vision, a third, the three things, which is, again, belief in yourself, determination above, above all other, and then tunnel vision. Like if you have, like me and Zach have this tunnel vision constantly on things that we talk about the doors, it ends up, number one, we're good friends already. Number two, this is something we're so passionate about. It's almost like we have blinders on. I can't see anything other than the success that's going to happen. And it's because we're putting our energy and our time. Literally just from talking alone over the past six to eight weeks, me and Zach have spent about 350 hours just talking about the doors. And that's without without these actual podcasts, without these things, but it's putting our time and attention into this. It's that tunnel vision. It's moving forward on their thoughts to become actions because any little step, again, means something. Whether it be failure and you learn from it, whether it be that you, you gained a new trait or a new understanding or something, but building that is going to help you become the I am. I am this and be proud of that. Yeah, man. And you got to realize too, that, you know, when you're doing these things, when you're coming up with these affirmations, sit down and think about them. Like, who am I? Who, not who do other people claim I am? Who am I truly deep down to the core? If there was no amount of money, if there was nothing in your life that that you, you couldn't have, whether it's travel, whether it's money, whether it's people, whether it's a, a boyfriend or girlfriend or husband or wife, or, you know, it's food, you know, whatever it is. If there was nothing, no limiting factors in your life, what would you be doing with your time? That's I hear a lot deep. Of people, it's hard, dude. And you have to sit back and you've got to think about it. That's deep. It's super deep. And it's not, it's not an easy task. A lot of the things that we talk about on the doors are not easy tasks. And I'll let you know, we constantly talk about this too, is that we are not perfect individuals at all. And we are going through this process of understanding and becoming better individuals constantly with you guys. And that's the best process is because you can relate to us and we can relate to you on situations of this. But it's just like God said to, to Moses when he was talking about the bonus, uh, burning bush, I am that I am. You are only you. You can fully understand yourself and that's it. Everyone around you can do their best, but the only person that spent 100% of their life with you is you. So the only person that can define you is you or God and the individuals that are the, the energy, the, the universe, whatever you want to call it. There's nothing that can define you but yourself. That's powerful, y'all. Think about that. The only person that can define you is yourself. And you got to think about that. That's why, we, that's why I have these I am's. That's why Matt does these. That's why me and Zach constantly think about these things. And that's, that gets into the next part is you have to have this certain level of confidence about you. And it's not, a, it's not a cockiness. It's not something that you can just boast about. But I sit there and I, I had this meditation the other day and I just felt this powerful in this connection to my future, to the, to the success that I know I'm going to have because of the work I'm putting in right now. And me and Zach talked about it. It was... I'm so, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be so proud 
in the future. Future Nick's gonna be proud of past Nick for the things that past Nick's doing right now. And I know that sounds super confusing, but it's again, like we talked about Matthew McConaughey, you don't leave crumbs. And right now I'm not leaving any crumbs. I'm taking these steps so that future Nick is gonna be like, damn, I'm so happy you did this. I'm living a great life. I'm so fulfilled. And it's, yeah. and I'm loving the process. It's not that end goal. It's those tiny steps that I'm making. And every single minute of it, like right now I'm getting goosebumps because I'm just, I'm so grateful to be able to just speak, to be part of this with Zach, to be able to bring value to you guys so that you can continue to make these steps in your life as well. And it's overwhelming, dude. It's absolutely like an overwhelming feeling when you, you know, what do you think the, the point of therapy is? Yeah. People all, these, all, the, all this time, they tell people to, get, to go see a psychiatrist or go to therapy. The only part about therapy that is releasing for you is you releasing your emotions, you actually expressing yourself. And that's what me and Nicholas have really developed through the doors is we feel like it's a sense of release. It's a sense of therapy for us to be able to, to release our thought processes and, and tell you guys what's going on in our lives and what we've been talking about, thinking about. Because there's a lot of people out there that think very similar, but they don't understand like what's going on. You know, people tell them they're crazy or, you know, we've, we've built a society that's not built on the human spirit anymore. It, it's based on monetary values and what you have instead of who you actually are. But what's so great about life, guys, is that your situation with your creator is so unique that it's only unique to you. And that's what's great about it is because, like, it doesn't matter what's going on, what's going on with this person or that person or, or, or this part of the world. or It doesn't matter. It's unique to you and you alone. So your story is going to be a little bit different from my story. My story is going to be a little bit different from Nicholas's story. But there's a little piece of it in us all. And that's what, we, what connects us on such an intimate level. And that's, that's so beautiful, man. And like Zach said the other day, it was a really great point to talking about I am, is that you're going to get back your standards and expectations in life. The yeah. things that you, you set for yourself, these hurdles, like you are the only person that can set these. You're the only person that can either accomplish these or get over these or not. And again, we talk about failure as something that is not static. People feel so crushed under all this. And the one thing that I'm grateful for for sports and different people and the things that I have in my own thought processes is that you have to believe that you can get over these. You have to understand that, that the lowest of lows only makes the, the best, the highest of highs even better. Man, get to a point where like, it's like I was talking about, like it's unique to you and only you and you'll develop your own swagger, if you will, bro. Like you'll develop your own style. Like your I soul innovators. You see y'all, y'all out there. I'm a big martial arts guy. I fucking love it. Love boxing, love kickboxing, love all that stuff. So you see Conor McGregor, he walks out and, and he, he's flailing. He's letting his swagger fly. That's him expressing his self. That's him expressing his energy. And he's, He's really presenting himself as an unstoppable force when he does that, because what are you sending out? And what do you think that guy stepping in the octagon with you is thinking when you're walking around like that? It's like, fuck, I own this. Shit. I own this shit. And like you said, it's not cocky. It's confident. Yeah. There's a big difference in being a cocky person and being a confident person. Yeah. And I think that that cocky and the confident, the difference is being grateful becoming yeah. a grateful individual. And that basically means is you're grateful for the things that have made you the person that you are. You're grateful for who I am. And 
that takes that that takes confidence. It's not a cockiness. Cockiness is being walking into a place and being like, I'm better than everyone, blah, blah. And then having this mindset that no one can be greater than you. But again, that's a great takeaway is that from something that I've learned in life is that every single person you come across for the rest of your day is knows something that you don't. And you can always learn for something from them. So be grateful, but be confident in the things that you are. Be confident in who you are. Yeah, you have, you have to. And, and the thing is, is being grateful is such a higher form of energy than being a negative detrimental person. You see it all the time. The people that go in the restaurants, that's always bitching about their waiter. Just be happy you're getting some damn food, dude. There's people out there that's not eating. Yeah. People bitch about going to work all the time. Dude, be happy you have a job because there's fucking 50, 35 million people who just got laid off. Yeah. It's, and that's, and that's, you get so much back from being more grateful. And I think that's, again, the energy you put out into the world is the energy you get back. And karma is not a bitch unless you're a bitch to her. Yeah. Damn right. Bubba. And like William Ernest Henley says, I'm the master of my fate. I'm the captain of my soul. And that's so true. You sit there and you have to realize that you're the only one that can make moves on your experiences, your dreams, the things that you want to do to become successful. And success is defined so many different ways and so many different people in their own mind. But at the end of the day, the, the, most thing, the thing that makes you most successful is your happiness, your joy, the gratitude that you put out into the world. Of course, being rich is great. And it would, it, it's, not a bad, it's great to have money. But you're not going to be remembered for the money you made. You're going to be remembered for the... the, the it's the attitude that you have, bro. It's the attitude that you had that you express towards people. Look, people, you can do 10,000 fucking good things and people will remember you for the one fucking bad thing that you did. So what do you want to be remembered as? Do you want to be remembered as a piece of shit who didn't make it in life, who, who was a, a scumbag and n- nobody wanted to hang out with? Or do you want to be someone who, who is reliable, someone that people look up to? You're a superhero, if you will, you know? Uh, there was a quote, bro, that I'm, I'm going to leave y'all with, and uh, then I'll let Nick finish concluding. But it's, I am not what I ought to be. I am not what I want to be. I am not what I hope to be in another world. But still, I am not what I once used to be. And by the grace of God, I am what I am. By the grace of God, I am what I am. And like, guys, again, you are the you you are the developers of your own opportunities reinforcing success. That's why we're called the doors. Of course, we're making moves on these things. We're constantly thinking to become better individuals. And that energy of thinking I am, not just of these past things that have made you who you are, but the things that will make you who you are in the future. Put energy into those. Make a, make, make a gold card. Right I am stuffed out. You guys so if, you could give, if you could give one piece of advice to someone trying to better their life through this I am method, what would you recommend them doing? I recommend you sitting down and just thinking about what you would like to do in the future. Something that you want to see yourself doing and think that is successful or you think that's cool. And sit down just write down a couple things on an IM card that you can constantly sit. A great point that we didn't make the real quick before we end is that by saying these IMs and understanding the emotions behind them, if, I, if I'm going to become a world-class speaker, I am a world-class speaker. But knowing that, knowing that I'm grateful, 
Yeah. I have pride in that. I, I feel free because of that. So now when I'm sitting there and I'm feeling anxious or conscious or, or down about something, I sit there and I remind myself, I am this, I am a world-class speaker. And I'm so grateful. I feel so much pride in that. And it automatically just rewires my brain into knowing that I'm present in this moment. And this can't, this, this thing that's holding me down doesn't define me because I am this. And what's so crazy guys, you know, he's talking about like getting control of your emotions and you may be thinking right now, like that's impossible, dude. I promise you it is, it is possible. It's like what we talked about. The word impossible actually is, is I am possible. Yeah. It takes time. It takes effort, but it's possible. God, this was a great one. Guys, thank you so much again for just joining us on the doors. You guys are making this possible. You guys are bringing our dreams to reality. And I hope that we're making, helping you guys make moves on your dreams as well. And uh, thank you so much for tuning in to another exciting episode of The Doors. We're the developers of our own opportunities and reinforcing success. And, do and Zachary Ots, it's time to open some doors. <laughs>